Hello friends, welcome back to Destructo Discourse Origins. This is a Dragon Ball Rewatch podcast. I'm your host Jason, and joining me on the Discourse this week we have Matt. You's got no cash, you's got no lift. <laughs> Melissa. Watch out for trees! <laughs> Theo. You witch, I'll bet you gave lousy fortunes, didn't you? <laughs> And Tyler. She's a bad girl, Goku. <laughs> we were so close. <laughs> a bad, bad chick. Um, this episode, we we focus on the introduction of my favorite bad chick. Um, anime only. Uh, anime I, only. I found out. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I know. She's a filler character. <laughs> yeah. She... I, I love her. Um, <laughs> this is going to be a lot about uh, about the the expert thief Hasky in our post Muscle <laughs> Tower arc thing. Um, but before we get into it, I do have a question for all of you. Oh, mm-hmm. um, what are uh, some of your favorite amusement park memories? First of all, Roller Coaster Tycoon. Hell yeah. Very strong choice. Love it. Uh, love making stupid roller coasters that make people's eyes bug out. Uh, mm-hmm. um, I love making the game tell me that's too many G's for humans. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, that will make your bones liquid. <laughs> and I say only if you're a coward. <laughs> <laughs> Was I the only one who, like... Who r- picked up random mascots and flung them into the lake? <laughs> huh? I didn't. Um, not in the lake. I would make like individual little islands in the lake and put <laughs> people on it until they got really mad. That feels worse. I don't know how, but it feels it feels worse to me. It's more like a zoo enclosure then. <laughs> now it's zoo tycoon. This game's got two tycoons in one. Just was funny because they'd be mad, like, man, I can't find this roller coaster while they're like on an island. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're stranded. Yeah. Um, but the my actual <clears throat> real story is uh, I remember the first roller coaster I went on. Uh, it was the Scooby Doo um, roller coaster at Kings Island back when it was Paramount themed. Uh, yes. Yes. And I back went when on they had, had the, the rights branding. for that. Yeah. Yeah. There was like all kinds of Hanna Barbera stuff all over. Yeah. Yeah. My dad worked there in in high school as as a uh, uh, Doopy Dog. What? Not Doopy Dog. Um, Huckleberry Hound. <gasps> You're okay. This is this is not a read, but your dad does give off Huckleberry Hound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, they I, clocked him in the interview. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, but I, I, I rode this roller coaster with my mom, uh, and I just have a very distinct memory of, of the ride getting to the top of the of the first hill, and there's a pause, and I, I turn to my mom and I say, I um I don't want to do this anymore. Uh, <laughs> I would like to get off now, please. Uh, and she turns to me and says, life has consequences, and sometimes those are scary. <laughs> uh, just... A vital lesson. 
we... Scooby Doo ride is the one to learn that. At. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, there are way worse ways to teach your kid that lesson, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Scooby Doo is here to tell you that consequences are scary, and you shouldn't go on to that abandoned houseboat. <laughs> Hey, sometimes you just have to take the mask off that scary thing and find out it's just old Farmer Jim. <laughs> <laughs> it's just physics and gravity. <laughs> oh, it's just Farmer Jim trying to commit fraud. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... Why were so many of those Scooby-Doo plots so cockamamie? You know what I mean? It's always like I was using this ground to, like, counterfeit Canadian dollars. <laughs> It, you never see it coming. Yeah, the the more cockamamie, the less likely anyone's going to look into it. Honestly, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, kind of. My favorite one was the one that where they were were uh, using uh, they were like laundering gold dust and by hiding it in candy bars. <laughs> that's, can't that's be the only... such a bad way to do that. Yeah. yeah. I feel uh, not like to give you an additional edit point, Jason, but uh, we should get Theo's opening quote. Oh, so. oh, thank oh. you, Tyler. Duh, yeah. May pull it up again. Uh, not only, not only that, but the uh, I just looked this up because the haunted candy factory was a thing, and it was a Scooby Doo desk guest. It was a Scooby Doo guest star episode uh, with Cass Elliot. What? I don't know who that is. Mama Cass. <laughs> oh, I know who that is. I remember. Uh, I it took me a long time to go on a roller coaster because both of my parents hate roller coasters, and I'm an only child, so I wasn't gonna go by myself. And same. Uh, <laughs> and I remember going to Six Flags in Texas, and. Uh, we went for as a school trip or something, and me and my best friend uh, went on the Runaway Mine Train, which is like the baby coaster, and we went on it like ten times in a row. <laughs> we it would end and we would just run back to the start. Yay! And this was high school. <laughs> I love that's so good. I'm and still was... I'm still a roller coaster baby. I think I've been on one, but it was like dark and mostly in a tunnel, so I don't really count that mm. as a roller coaster moment. I am I feel physically, like one. I am physically unable to keep my eyes open on a roller coaster. <laughs> like if I'm like, okay, this time, this time, I'm gonna keep. I've been on this, this time for sure. This time, I'm gonna keep my eyes open. Nope. <laughs> the, the... Also, I. It was not until very recently in my life that I learned that Six Flags stands for the six flags that claimed sovereignty over Texas. Did you know Wait, that? Wait, what? Did y'all know that? Yeah, it's called Six Flags because the, the Texas was uh, claimed by uh, Spain, France, Mexico, the Republic of Texas, the Confederacy, and the United States of America. Those yes. are the oh. six flags over Texas. Yes. And yeah. they, have a, they have a little, they have all the flags on a, on a little thing. There's a little thing. Fun fact. Fun fact. Mm -hmm. um, I've never been to one, but I mean, they look fun. Our home park was, you know, in the in Ohio, so we got that. We have the, 
you can pick between either King's Island or Cedar Point. And more often than not, I was, it was King's Island. It sucks being a not roller coaster person and like one of your home parks is the roller coaster capital of the world or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And every year they 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 make more and more towering steel monstrosities that I that I don't like looking at. <laughs> we had uh I forget it had some record for it. There was a, a Batman ride that we had at the mm. Six Flags Over Texas that was uh some some record of it ran for like it was like 40 seconds total and it would just run and then go straight up a certain amount of time and then sit at the top for a second and then just do the whole thing backwards (laughs) and then you're done no thank you (laughs) uh... I'll pass I did it could not keep my eyes open, but I did it. <laughs> I did, did it, it twice. Because the second time, I was like, this time. This time, I keep my eyes open. Nope. <laughs> nope. Batman would keep just, his eyes open. Just physically <laughs> unable. Like, the second that lock disengages and there's any movement whatsoever, my eyes shut. <laughs> we're, we're, we're done. <laughs> yeah. We're out. Like, not what even. You clockwork oranged yourself. Yeah, yeah gave yourself just the. Just taped your eyes possibly. open. Possibly. Yeah, that that's probably great at those. Or speeds. would you just snap the mechanism with your yeah. eyes closing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I'm trying to think, because nothing really super stands out. Because I I've never been to like um I've never been to a Disney park. I'd love to go one day, but um I hear I hear the like there's the 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 crazy good stuff is over there. Mm-hmm. I like I like amusement parks from a weird anthropological point of view and. And was, uh, and was attuned to that from the YouTube channel Defunct Land. Which oh yeah, that's fun. Th- that's a that's a that is a fascinating, fun little rabbit hole to go down. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like being, you know, I like being the person bag holder for my brave friends who <laughs> who go on the scary rides and, and then go cheer them on. <laughs> yeah, cheer them on. I like. I mean. I like amusement park food. I like walking around mm. with like a ooh, a, like a hot pretzel or a cotton candy, or one of those like souvenir giant pixie sticks with the things all around and you and you fill it up like sand art. You know what I mean? Oh, the um, uh, State Fair of Texas has some of the absolute best corny dogs, like <laughs> like world famous award winning corny dogs. That hmm. and once once you get that like. It's hard to eat anything else. <laughs> you, you've shown them gay Perry, and they and now yeah. you cannot show them the farm anymore. <laughs> uh, I think my favorite memory is um, so in in Nashville we have the uh, the Grand Ole Opry, which is like the big old uh, country music stage. And yeah. For a while, we had Opryland. Which was a a largely aquatic theme park, which is weird for a landlocked state to have. But, huh. yeah, yeah, there was like there was a like uh, log flumes, a lot, a lot of different water based rides, like river rapid type stuff. Um, and the the log ride's the one I remember the the 
best from when I was a kid. But then they tore the the theme park down and replaced it with uh, a big old super mall, uh, which is sad. But <laughs> but the payoff, uh, the trade off is. Um, the the entity known as Dolly Parton took it upon herself. <laughs> the cryptid known as Dolly Parton. <laughs> she took it upon herself to to fill that void left by Opryland and created Dollyland. So, have you been? Thanks. I have yet to go to Dollyland. Oh. I, I live so close to it. We gotta. I could go at any time at any day. We got a road trip field trip <laughs> because I haven't been. To, I have been to Disney parks, but not since I was in like elementary school. So mm. I don't really remember it. Although we do have a picture of like third grade me with Pluto eating my head. Aww, <laughs> um, adorable. But I want. Let's all let's road trip. We're doing. Trip. We're doing an amusement park tour. Exactly. <laughs> and that that gives me an excuse to try Beverly because I know one oh, of the Disney yeah. places has it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I will Lord. be real. As someone who went pretty recently to uh, one of the Disney parks, it's ten times better as an adult. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you, wait, no, no, wait, sorry. No, this is now like a Disney food travel blog pod, whatever. <laughs> what are, what are your hot travel tips for the, for the wannabe want to be adult disney freak oh man i don't have any honestly <laughs> <Okay>. there's too <laughs> much come there's as you are too there's too much good food at that park i genuinely can't recommend like just five see that's what's gonna stop me is the food because you know mm-hmm. you know i'd love a snack I, you were i might my, my only real advice is just follow your heart let, let your heart decide where you go. Let my heart be my guiding key. Yeah, that's how we ended up at the um, <laughs> the Mary Poppins themed <laughs> restaurant and had uh, probably my favorite meal of the time we were there. What do they have at the Mary Poppins restaurant? I can't remember the menu, but <laughs> I just remember the feeling it gave me. It it, why, it, it gave you. It deleted feelings. part of your prefrontal cortex in like a wave of no. Like of I told, bliss. like I'm I'm serious. There's so much food. <laughs> <laughs> I ate so much food while I was there. All I know is there's the legend of the Dole Whip. That's all I know. I too hear about this mm-hmm. mysterious Dole Dole <laughs> Whip. I will say I I did have the uh, the blue milk at the Star Wars Land, mm. and it's just okay. It's not milk. What is it actually? It was just like a fruit drink. Oh. Mm. Maybe they were being considerate of people who are lactose intolerant. I don't know. No, that's probably not it. Well, coconut milk would probably hit really, really right with all that fruit. And it's space milk to begin with, so like, it probably doesn't have lactose in it. Yeah, it's it's got galactose. Lactose milk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in Salem, New Hampshire, there's an amusement park called Canopy Lake Park that I went to as a kid. Hmm. Huh. Uh, and it's it's not a theme park. It's just like typical amusement park. Um, just has a smattering of rides. They're dry rides and water rides. Um, but the one that I remember, and I've been trying to look at the website. I don't think this ride... Oh, no, it is. Okay. I just found it. Uh, there's a ride called the Boston Tea Party. <laughs> huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Huh. Um, <clears throat> does, it, does, it th- is a... does it pack you in a crate and throw you off a boat? <laughs> 
It is a uh, 50-foot drop log flume ride. Okay. Oh, kind of, then. Jesus. Um, <laughs> and this is not like a Splash Mountain, like, eight-seater log flume. This is like a 20... Okay, it literally says a 20-passenger boat. <laughs> Fucking Christ. <laughs> it's, a, it's a Viking ship going over Niagara Falls. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it is a fun ride, and uh, I'll send you this image that I found on Google of what it looks like when it hits the bottom. <laughs> oh, if you, if you if you get it frame perfect, you can see the exact moment the passenger's soul leaves their body. <laughs> oh my yeah, so god! It, Boosh. it creates what, a massive. What passengers? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it creates a massive wave when it They're hits consumed. down. Uh, and you can see on the right here, there's kind of like a bridge walkway to get to other parts of the park. Oh, that's oh, so you get to right? watch it. Yeah. So uh, this is this is where my story comes in. Uh, I was there as a kid one time uh, with I think it was at a birthday party, and I was just kind of like hanging out on this bridge, holding the rope railing, watching for the boat to come down. And someone behind me said, uh, "You might want to watch out. You could get a little wet." And I said, "I'll be fine." And the like millisecond after I said that, <laughs> no. I, I went from bone dry to the most wet I've been in my life. <laughs> it's so it was continuous. an instant like <laughs> it was a it was a yes no switch. <laughs> uh, and then it's... I I did I did ride this ride later, and I I was more wet not riding the ride than when I rode it. Wrote it. <laughs> It's that's great. Yeah. Ooh, it is super effective. Yeah. <laughs> that one that got to your yeah, that, bones. And that, that log flume used surf on me. <laughs> I do love I do love when real life has like timing in it that fucking Warner Brothers couldn't come up with if yeah. they tried. Dramatic irony in real life. <laughs> like I can I can I can hear the tiny tune xylophone score with this happening in my head. Just da 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 da. Wow, wow. <laughs> Goosh. With that, um, uh, I bought everyone fast passes to Dreamland, so everyone got your tickets and snacks. Ooh. I hope they have dip and dots. Wait, the tickets are vital. I can't find the my ticket. ticket. <laughs> we'll sneak by somehow. <laughs> dip and dots is great, it's the ice cream of the future. And it's been the ice cream of the future for like thirty years. <laughs> for like thirty years, it's exactly. Well, it's still the present right now. It's not. It's the not the future yet. Point. It's, it's always just coming. out of reach. Mm. I just want there to be like a regular ice cream stand next to the Dippin' Dots stand that says the ice cream of the past. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's it's flavored. Um, it's flavored b- butter ripples. <laughs> Um, <laughs> a- a- anise. Um, Ooh, and, I'd I'd go for some anise ice cream. That'd be delicious. And uh, kerosene. <laughs> Good old fashioned chalk liquors. <laughs> Ooh, malted laudanum. Hmm. <laughs> uh, we're covering episodes forty-three, forty-four, and forty-five of Hit Anime Dragon Ball. As we, uh, I guess we're still in Red Ribbon, but we're past Muscle Tower. Um, episode 43 begins with A Trip to the City. Japanese title roughly translates to Bulma's House in West City. I'm going to Bulma's now. <laughs> the episode opens with everyone at Suno's house enjoying uh, coffee or cocoa 
or in the dad's case, a cigarette. <laughs> this is a really awkward opening to an episode. Yeah, it's so stilted. The energy is really weird. Everyone's just using like monosyllabic responses to one another. Yeah. Will you stay at my house? Yes, I will stay at your house. Yes, I would like to do that. It feels like it's it's that point in like a family gathering where like the shine is rubbed off. Everybody's just mm, about yeah. done. Yeah, and you're like <laughs> you've exhausted the small talk topics and but you really don't want to get Uncle Joe started. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're not we're not and we're we're all too tired to to like open up a board game or whatever. Mhm. And there's no more pie. Oof. Um Android 8 asks if uh, Goku can stay with them, but he says he needs to find his Grandpa Dragon Ball. That doesn't mean you can't come back, Goku. Yeah, you can visit. (laughs) Does Goku ever go back to visit any of the places he helps? No, I was going to say, this is Goku. He doesn't doesn't look back. (laughs) He agrees, however, to head out in the morning. So, uh, in the meantime, we get a very adorable slumber party between Goku, Android 8, and Suno. And they all have cute jammies. Uh-huh. It's it's so lovely. I love. We're gonna. We're not gonna see Android Eight anymore. I love Android Eight. Yeah. I love this last little note. He's he's never slept under a blankie before, and he's just co- so cozy. It's so cute, uh, buddy. Goku reveals that he's just gonna have to walk the whole way to West City. Um, so Suna promises to pack him a big lunch as all three tuck in for the night. The sun comes up, and Goku bids farewell to the villagers, um, uh, saying that he can't. He was going to, you know, take the flying Nimbus there, but um, it, it got blown up, so <laughs> can't use that no more. Can't use that. Mm-hmm. Um, however, some of the uh, old folks in the village say that there used to be lots of flying Nimbuses in this region. Nimbi Nimbuses. Um, <laughs> But they've gotten pretty rare as of late, and and they say that a Nimbus can't truly be destroyed, and you should you only need call it, and it will come to you. Where, where did where did they go? There's a lot of lore here. <laughs> yeah, to parse. just casually dropped on us. <clears throat> we used to like, see. I can these... accept. I can accept one Nimbus as like I don't know a heavenly object yeah. that's just mysterious and cool, but like several, <laughs> if you've got a population, like there's a history. Yeah, there. Nimbus right. plural, and they're all up in this region. Aren't they? <laughs> it, is the Nimbus sentient? I, that's like the implication here. I think about this every time the Nimbus is on screen. Now, <laughs> I, it, I I can't help myself. It feels like it is. I because he he talks about them like they were like. Like they're wild stallions, like they're tameable, right. <laughs> like yeah. the, the stag. And and I mean, not to jump ahead, but like it acts like a puppy. It does. Uh-huh. And where has it been this whole time? Like, why didn't it to be called? Is it? But it can't. Well, Roshi gave it to Goku, so it was his. He got he it some, ride from it. somewhere. So couldn't ride it anymore. Maybe yeah. at one point he could. He could, but then he got too horny. <laughs> do you think if you're only That's a little doubtable. horny, I, you I'm like fall sure. halfway through it? Or do you think it's like an on-off switch? It's an on-off switch. Yeah. Okay. For also, sure. why is it so judgy? <laughs> I mean, surely there's a way you can be 
horny but still pure of heart. Like you, like a, like a, you know, in a way that isn't like objectifying people. Yeah. Like a yeah, quote, like quote health, of... healthy horniness with consent. Yeah. Hmm. Respectful, yeah. respectful horny. Mm-hmm. Respectful class horny orb. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Goku. <laughs> I'm imagining the picture of the like the Jesus consent picture, but it's the Nimbus. <laughs> I consent. No, I not. consent. I don't, and it's a cloud. <laughs> There's someone you forgot to ask. <laughs> I don't. I'm not familiar with the Jesus consent picture. I'll have to find it real quick. <laughs> okay. It's a very fun meme. Here it is. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> Jesus hung out with sex workers. What the hell? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it, it has been... <laughs> <laughs> and like, he looks so snug. <laughs> like, he's like, mm, guess I have to send you to hell for this. <laughs> Whoops. Sucks for you. <laughs> I do like the idea of the... <laughs> Of the Nimbus just 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 puttering behind a couple. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I just got a bad mental image. Just the, uh, the conception of Gohan and Nimbus is just staring through the window, <laughs> making sure everything's kosher. Yeah, yeah, it's everything whenever, good. Whenever you dance, make sure you leave room for Nimbus. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what the te- that's what the school marms would always say to me. <laughs> leave room for the leave room for the holy nimbus. <laughs> you know, in the long run, Chi Chi was the only one Goku could end with because she's the only one who'd be just like just roll with that punch. Mm-hmm. I mean, both of them could ride the cloud, so yeah. we already know that the cloud signed off. <laughs> right. The cloud, the cloud is down. Down to cloud. Down to cloud. <laughs> no. <laughs> we have to move on, but that is the greatest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Goku calls down the Nimbus. Um, and uh, all are still as uh, his call echoes across the empty snowy mountains. Um, and after a long moment, we hear a whoosh. From far away, and it's the Nimbus. Hey, hey! And Go- Goku gives him a big cloud hug. Like a lost puppy, reunited. Okay, if the Nimbus were a puppy, what puppy would it be, and why would it be a golden retriever? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't think golden, color. golden retrievers are not that judgy. <laughs> I'm mm. thinking like cocker spaniel. Ooh, mm. or maybe, mm. a, or maybe a Shiba. Hmm. I feel like Chihuahuas are really judgy. Mm-hmm. A, Sh- a Shiba might be a little too spicy to be the Nimbus. <laughs> that that'd be a Nimbus with thunder, with lightning coming uh-huh. off of it. <laughs> Goku hops on and says his goodbye as the Nimbus sails off. Um, and uh, in the dub, we get long periods of silent flying with the narrator chiming in every now and again to talk about how pure Goku is or whatever. Um, which obviously means that over <laughs> on the Japanese side, there is a fucking dope pop song playing. Yep. And I was right. <laughs> yep. 
Um, this is a little song sung by uh, uh, Masako Nozawa, Goku's VA. And it's just this really cute song about how lovely the Nimbus is and how I want to find the Dragon Balls. And it sounds like a... It sounds like a song that Goku would both write and also sing. <laughs> I love this. That's, be, that's because he did. with his buddy and just sings a song about it. Yeah. It's, it's so nice. I love it. I love image songs. Bring back image songs. Can we do that more? <laughs> hmm. Is that what those are called? Yeah. Like when a, when a character is singing about something. Mm. Um, I mean, Steven Yordor definitely did that. I mean, but Steven Universe was like a musical, ostensibly. Mm, that's true. That's instead true. of instead of like getting a CD of songs of the characters singing as themselves. About oh yeah, themselves. like a like Gohan singing about like how strong Piccolo is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> stuff that, like that. Songs that may or may not have actually been in the show, but mm. are just like oh, gotcha. kind of go with it. Yeah. I'm down. I'm down to bring that back. Um, season season five Sailor Moon image songs have some bangers in them. Really? <laughs> yeah. Mm. However, there is some bad news because remember Goku is traveling with two of the Dragon Balls, which means his progress is being tracked by the Red oh. Ribbon Army. <laughs> I'm sorry. I do also. I want to mention there is a lyric in the song that just really gets me. Uh, mm -hmm. I wanted to mention. Uh, it goes, check it out. I'll do it. Kamehameha. See that? Isn't it awesome? So mysterious. <laughs> check it out. Watch this. Whoa. So cool. What did I do? I don't know. Uh, I did it. There's a hole in the wall now. <laughs> Son Goku. <laughs> so now I'm so hungry. <laughs> So the Red Ribbon Army officially is is tracking Goku over to West City. Very alarming. We see like a an establishing shot of of the Red Ribbon headquarters, and it just looks like a house, like a mansion with like a satellite dish on it. Mm -hmm. So it is interesting to know that there we that we see some footage of the place where it all happens. Mission Control. Mm-hmm. Um, Goku approaches West City, and we get a peek at local urban life in, yeah. in Dragon World, as it's a weird, bustling Jetsons utopia with, like, yeah. tube highways all over. City music starts playing. I'm walking here! <laughs> Goku's getting, like, pushed all around and jostled by the foot traffic, and um, no one knows where Bulma is. <laughs> but to be fair, Goku's just been set going up to random strangers and asking him where Bulma is. Where is Bulma? Show me to Bulma. This I would is... like to... <laughs> one Bulma, please. This is my mom energy. <laughs> my mom. Aww. My mom grew up in a very small town, um, mm. the kind of small town where you don't actually have to put an address on a letter. You just put the name just and know. the city and the male people just know where everybody is um and so yeah that very much like oh you are you are this this person lives in atlanta do you know this person 
I there's, there's <laughs> so many people in Atlanta. No, <laughs> what? It's like I'm just like millions. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, Goku accidentally hails a taxi cab and gets kicked out shortly after. As a, he doesn't know Bulma's address, and B, he's got no money. Money. <laughs> and the taxi cab driver is is Sean Schimmel doing the shitty New York yeah. accent. Oh my that god. <laughs> Goku yelling at Goku. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm Goku it's in Goku's here. All the way down. <laughs> I'm trying to come here, me out here. This is a real conundrum for Goku. He has no understanding of what money is or how to get it. What's he gonna do? Could be anything. Um, <laughs> and after after commercial, we're gonna find out what that anything is. Um, mm-hmm. Quick aside, we get a new commercial bumper animation. Yeah. Boy, do it's we! It's cute. It's um, Goku and Master Roshi sparring with like the power pole and Roshi's walking stick, and it's all adorable. Mm-hmm. And Roshi gets clonked <laughs> <laughs> to the gong sound effect. With a gong. yeah, it, yeah, it syncs with the gong. Love it. Um, so after commercial, Goku wanders into the opening of Street Fighter Two. Yes. <laughs> God. <laughs> Anytime he needs money, or anyone in Dragon Ball needs money, they just conveniently find a street fight with a cash prize. <laughs> <laughs> it's a um, it's a Guile stand-in fighting uh, against a Bruce Lee stand-in. Yeah. yeah. And I forget yep. what the Street Fighter Bruce Lee stand-in's name is. Oh, Faylong. Faylong, that was it. Mm. Thank you. Um. So, uh, Fei Long knocks out Guile and uh, offers up to 100,000 zenny to whoever can take him down. So, Goku obviously wants in on that, because he's going to use that money to find out where Bulma is. He's under the assumption that you just need to have money to, like, n- find out where someone lives, basically. Right. Um, it's a reasonable conclusion. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, private investigators exist. Sure. <laughs> uh, Goku... <laughs> Uh, is is beset by by the laughter of the crowd, um, who apparently did not have a television during the last Tenkaichi Budokai. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, this is so frustrating. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Like I can accept the crowd doesn't know, but like if this guy makes his money fighting, if, yeah, yeah, yeah you this guy martial arts stunts out in the streets of this huge city, you probably know about the World Martial Arts Tournament and the guy who came in second. You probably and picked like, up a, a magazine. Yeah, as a professional, you should know the big names in your field. Absolutely. Yeah, you gotta be up to date with your industry. It is such a whiplash to go back and forth between this show and then go read One Piece, where everyone's like, "Oh yeah, I know that guy. I read the fucking newspaper." Yeah, <laughs> I'm an adult and I read the news. But also, I don't. Oh, actually, let me double check this before I say this. The 21st Budokai was the the first one, right? That we see in the yeah. show? That sounds right. I, I just never can remember the, the order the numbers. thing. So let me just double check it real quick before I say this, because I don't want to... <laughs> It'll be talking out, out, out your mouth some kind of sideways. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, it is. So yeah, um, it's also really funny, because there was also a Bruce Lee lookalike in the 21st... <laughs> Right. Budokai. 
<laughs> I'm yeah, pretty I sure. Yeah. In like the in like the 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 preliminaries. Yeah, and yeah. my personal headcanon is that it's the same guy. <laughs> He's just not terribly observant. <laughs> Look, head injuries are very serious. Yeah. Yeah, maybe he got a concussion. Well, also yeah, getting kicked into a wall. Also, he lost against Krillin. <laughs> Oof. That's Rough even stuff. more. That's he, even more he's... reason to forget. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe he just left after that. Yeah, he, he never he saw Goku's know. fight. <laughs> I'm going home now. So Goku obviously is Goku. So he knocks Bruce Lee stand in down in a single punch. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Bruce Lee keeps getting up and gets progressively more frustrated and tilted as Goku hands him L after L. Uh, <laughs> culminating in Goku kicking a hole in a nearby wall and uh, the street brawler surrendering. <laughs> so now Goku's got a fat stack of cash. Money, please. I think I'm the Goku do to do that and yeah. just do some intimidation instead of just murdering this Kick man. Kick a hole in yeah. a man. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I think it said 100,000 Zenny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we, we determined that Zenny... Is basically standing for yen. Yeah, I, I think so. I think so. So like, a thousand, so like a thousand bucks. That's not. Yeah, that's not a not bad, bad day's pay. Yeah, that's a. No, that's no, a yeah. That's, yeah, for I kicking con- a hole in a wall. Yeah, I would consider that a a, a wad. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> to just um, be holding, even flopping around out in the breeze in the street. <laughs> uh, well, about that. <laughs> so a pair of robbers see Goku walking around. Flapping his wad in the breeze. I didn't like saying that. <laughs> no, that doesn't no. sound good. I didn't like hearing it. Mm. <laughs> Sometimes choices of consequences and consequences are scary. Uh, so a, Sometimes those consequences are yucky. They are. <laughs> a pair of robbers see Goku with all that money, so they try to hold him up, which goes very poorly for them. And it, um, takes, it takes Goku a minute to, like realize that anything is happening yeah he does not catch on to the fact that he's being robbed for like a minute yeah no yeah the the it's like a ups driver in booty shorts and a pig guy mm-hmm. and uh the pig guy has to be like i've got a knife do you want me to hurt you i'm robbing you <laughs> for goku to realize oh you mean to do me ill oh bad guy <laughs> Goku, uh, after this, uh, one of the robbers tells Goku to find a police officer. So Goku goes out and asks a random uh, lady. Where oh, yeah. Where... Sorry. <laughs> I, I thought we were skipping over the lady, and I just... I <laughs> oh, we, oh we could not skip over this lady. She's gorgeous. <laughs> she's got, like... She's got, like, um... She's got, like, long falls of, like, blonde hair. Kind of like a... I, she's kind of like like a blonde Marin, you know what I mean? Like a mm-hmm. little that bit that goes straight down, yeah. but with the eyes kind of like husky, you know? Yeah, or not yeah. husky. Um, uh, Rand fan, I meant. Mm. Kind of, kind of like um, sort of like like lumish, like anime babe eyes. If yeah. that makes sense. And um, her her moment here is kind of a little Sakuga ish, like. Like somebody stopped by the Some studio. <clears throat> what do you mean by Sakuga ish? Like animation worth looking at. <laughs> huh. That's the uh, phrase for when 
uh, time and effort went into a shot as opposed to just uh, standing characters talking to each other. Oh, oh, like oh. when, um, like those gifts of like Ghibli food or whatever. Or like yeah, just really nice, uh, accentuated animation. Like most of Studio Trigger's stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, the way that she's like flopping her hair around and moving, it just feels like a lot more than usually goes into a character standing there talking. Yeah. This this was somebody's OC insert. <laughs> yeah. Or like some some famous animator just like ran into the studio for a day to say hi to somebody and they're like, hey, you want to animate this shot? <laughs> okay. Um, and all this just, to, just for Goku to walk up to her and ask where a police officer is and she goes, mm-hmm. there's a cop over there. Over there, isn't it? I'm like, I think that's one over there. <laughs> and in the dub, uh, this is Goku's current voice actor, just doing a Valley Girl voice. So it is again Goku talking to Goku. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Is Twice that, in the same episode. Is that wait? Is that Sean, Sean Shimmer or Kid Goku? Kid Goku. Okay. Oh, okay. Um. Listen, Goku contains multitudes. <laughs> Goku does contain multitudes and at least like three different hair colors. At least. At at least. <laughs> um, so, uh, as thanks, uh, Goku rewards this random lady with the entire wad of 100,000 seni. <laughs> and just, just, I don't need this anymore. <laughs> she's just like, um, <laughs> and we never see her again. <laughs> so she's probably just looking her. around for the cameras for like, is this my yeah. reality TV moment? <laughs> yeah, where's, where's Mr. Beast? <laughs> Is, is this what would you do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> a child just handed me a thousand dollars. What do I do? <laughs> uh, Goku runs up to the cop, who sounds like he just got off the set of Fargo. <laughs> uh, Honestly. And uh, and uh, uh, tr- the cop tries to tries to help Goku find where Bulma is. Um, uh, the cop pulls out a futuristic handheld device which contains what is likely terabytes of illegally harvested data from everyone in the city <laughs> as it appears to just be a database of everybody in West City. He does He does admittedly say, I'm not supposed to be doing this. Okay. He has a sort of Facebook, if you will. A book of faces. Okay, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Also worth noting that apparently West City contains three distinct Bulmas. Yeah. We only get to see two of them. And one of them we already know. Yeah. The other one's just a random about lady. that last Bulma. I was thinking about the third Bulma. <laughs> What's she up to? Maybe that... Wait, no, no. How about this? Maybe that lady was her. I was going to say you want an ironic twist. She just got a thousand dollars richer. <laughs> <laughs> If only he'd asked where Bulma's house was. Oh my he god! Found her. Is that why? Uh, is that why Bulma gets like such a, a complex about her appearance later in the series? Because she finds out there's a <laughs> there's a prettier Bulma. There's a prettier Bulma City. out there. Or, sorry, City. a more traditionally attractive Bulma. <laughs> I was using the word that she would use. Yeah, yeah. She's she'll spend the entirety of um. Dragon Ball Super in like a MILF arms race with this other Bulma. 
And I support her. I support who, both of them. Who took that that um that thousand dollars that Goku gave her? I just <laughs> created created a small successful empire of her own. <gasps> Ooh, she becomes a boss babe, building her empire. <laughs> Ooh, love that. Cut that seed capital. <laughs> mm-hmm. Angel investors, Goku investors. <laughs> So the cop recognizes the second Bulma as the daughter of the president of Capsule Corps. Is it just me, or does it... Some of the stuff he says makes it sound like he works for Capsule Corps? Or like, he's on the take? Although he specifically says he doesn't take bribes. He, well, he gets really defensive about it. Oh yes, he, he, <laughs> he, he guffaws when, when money is brought up, because he offers to give Goku a ride... And Goku's like, I don't got any more money though, because he thinks he's a taxi or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the and then the cops like, methinks he doth protest too much. Yeah, exactly. The cop gives Goku a ride on his little little hover scooter, and we get a nice montage of the two buzzing through the little futuristic tube highways of West City. And um, the episode ends with uh, Goku in front of Capsule Core HQ, and it is a huge. This is our first time seeing this city, right? I think so. Yeah, I think so. We haven't seen it in Dragon Ball before. It's, Correct. It's easy to forget for me, but I feel like this is the first time like we've seen a tradition, like a Dragon Ball city. Yeah. Because the World Martial Arts Tournament was on like a remote island, and. There was, like, a city portion to it, but, like, it wasn't like this. It was just regular buildings. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like... An area ju- traffic tube. No, no tr- no tubes. But and, and we've had cutaways, too, like what Bulma and the gang are doing, but they've never been in the city themselves, either. That's yeah. Just hang out at fucking Capsule Corp. Small towns yeah. and <laughs> Sorry. Sorry for the record. I've got two dogs uh, fighting over a plain towel. And it's, oh, it's getting heated. Great. It's a good towel, the though. The most precious substance on Earth. Find the doggy's towel. Get that doggy's towel. <laughs> it is mine because I saw it first. <laughs> um, and that's where the episode ends. Um, any final thoughts for episode 43? This is not a good policeman. No. He, just like a, yeah, like just a random person comes up, like, "Hey, uh, can you show me where the person who's very wealthy and famous is? Her and, private residence, and take me there. <laughs> take me to the rich teenager's house, please. In, please." in his defense, it's not just a person; it's a child. Yeah. True, but also, eh, <laughs> yeah, that's a little eh, because it's it's a because it's a. <laughs> it's a minor coming up to a police officer and saying, "Hi, can you take me to like the? Can you take me to the the town, the debutante, please? <laughs> can you take like, me to Bill are, Gates' house? There are several red flags still. <laughs> so many. Yeah. And I, the cop like oh, wants buddy. to wants to go with him to make sure that he's really Bulma's friend. Which again, like yeah, mm-hmm. the, the cop asks several times. You sure you know your friend of hers? You know her?" Are you sure? And Goku's not very convincing. He's like, I'm a great person. You don't need to worry about me. <laughs> and we're going to see more of that cop next episode, somehow. Yeah. <laughs> sticks around. He just sticks around. 
Uh, episode 44 is Master Thief Haskey. Master Thief Haskey. The Japanese title roughly translates to Goku, Friends, and Tons of Danger. Whoa! <laughs> Danger everywhere. That's a cooler title. I think so, too. Um, the episode begins with Goku and the cop at Bulma's house. Uh, the cop rings the intercom to ask for Bulma, but apparently she is still at school. I forgot that. Uh, what, like... school... what can school teach her? Yeah. Um, apparently not much, because we, as we find out <laughs> shortly after, Bulma skipped school to go home early. She mm-hmm. got bored left. Yeah. Boring there. Mm-hmm. Um, Goku picks up Bulma's scent on the wind. And and we see my girl <laughs> flying in on her flying hoverbike thing. Uh huh. Who needs a Nimbus? Who needs a Nimbus, indeed? Um, I found out recently that the um, hover bikes with the jet ski, like, like the ski feet at the bottom, like a sled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, in the Dragon Universe, oh, we're gonna see Haski on one of them soon. Um. Those are called jet squirrels. Huh. And I love it. Uh, Bulma is back, and she's got her lovely side pony. She's got some nice shorts and a red top. And, like, some cool riding gloves. Uh, Just ready. I want to love her fashion, but just, like, strapless tops make me so uncomfortable. Like, that could could just fall down at any moment. Yeah. (laughs) You're Hmm. so exposed. Hmm. Hmm. Oh no. Oh, I don't like either of those noises, you two. <laughs> N- not excited about that. One bit. <laughs> Bless. Pictures of the towel fight have, have have entered the chat. Very good. So apparently the officer follows Bulma into the and, and Goku into the house because apparently he's having trouble with his his, like, officer bike jet thing. Yeah, he just, just casually just, asks, hey, can you fix my bike? And yeah. she's like, yeah, whatever. Sure. <laughs> what? Is this... Is sure, this bring it in. <laughs> is the, this... I think this is why he was, like, so kind of, like, casual about dealing with, uh, with the doctor briefs. Because it, it feels like he's pretty familiar with him. He's gotta be on that payroll. <laughs> I hope so. Somewhere. Or, well, we've we've already kind of um, theorized Doctor Brief's position in society. <laughs> right. Oh yeah, no, he's he's the God Emperor of Dragon World. Yeah, like, Shadow uh, King. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shadow King. Yeah, Shadow King. <laughs> <laughs> Just the likelihood of that bike being also a capsule is pretty high. Mm-hmm. Just ubiquitous. So we're 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 better to get it. Tip, tipped off. Capsule Capsule Corp answers the question like, what if Tesla's worked? <laughs> <laughs> and didn't, didn't explode randomly. So he just brought it back to the dealership. Pretty yeah. much. Tire rotation. <laughs> the dealership just happens to be one man's house. Jim's. <laughs> <laughs> we get a short little tour of Capsule Corp HQ. There's some lovely robot maids. Um, and an indoor garden with all kinds of animals hopping around. Why'd they give the robot a tongue? 
uh, to stick it out at, at pertinent little rascals. <laughs> because they're robot chefs and they have to taste the food somehow. You're right. That's a yeah. stupid question. I, re- I rescind it. They got to season the taste. How are you going to do that without a tongue? Yeah. <laughs> We, uh, we also find out that Mr. and Mrs. Briefs uh, use this, like, indoor garden area to, like, rehabilitate rehabilitate dogs, cats, kaiju, <laughs> just any old creature. Just whatever strays they can find. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Demon lords named Scratch. So you can't take your kaiju to just any old shelter. That's true. Those shelters are so full anyway. Like. <laughs> Did anyone recognize the specific kaiju that got cameoed? I know it's it, I know it's from something, but I don't know yeah, what. It, I saw it and I'm like, this looks too specific to be a generic Toriyama dinosaur. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't remember the name of the guy, but it's that's definitely a famous kaiju. In the mm. same way that um 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 Oh fuck, what was his name? The turtle, Gamera. Yeah, Gamera. same way he got a cameo earlier. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a trend happening. It's got great taste. So, uh, Dr. Briefs shows up accompanied by the Archfiend Scratch Demon Lord. <laughs> um, uh, n- new listeners, those those maybe following along with Peaceville and just now hopping in, uh, hey, welcome. Um, in, in the canon that we've established while covering Dragon Ball Z a couple of years ago, we've established that Scratch, the cat that hangs out on Dr. Briefs' shoulder... Is secretly a, is secretly a malevolent uh, like dark demon god power that has given uh, Doctor Briefs all of his scientific intellect and genius, and mm-hmm, he kind of mm-hmm. owes everything to him. Simple Which, stuff. Yeah, obvious at yeah. a glance, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are clues. It's basically canon. Yeah, more <laughs> or less. Why not? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I do like that we we get an official origin story for the cat here, though. It's yeah. just one. Of, it's it's just one of the strays he picked up. Yeah. But little did he know. <laughs> I demand uppies and treats. <laughs> uh, I like how Briefs is sort of this, like, cringy, dad jokey bumbler in this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, like, this is a really fun characterization that we didn't really see in Z, from what I remember. No, not really. We got the aloof side a lot in Z, but... Just kind of like a scientist. Yeah, in this he's more of just like an active goober, which I appreciate. Mm-hmm. He keeps um, embarrassing Bulma and then goes, that's my job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's at that age. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, upstairs, Bulma fixes the dragon radar. Apparently a circuit had gotten knocked loose uh, amidst the fighting. Uh, the two argue whether or not Bulma uh, should come along to find the rest of the Dragon Balls with Goku. Uh, Goku saying that Bulma can't even ride the Nimbus, right? Uh, so this gives Bulma an opportunity to reveal her newest invention, uh, the mm-hmm. microband, a wristwatch uh-huh. that will allow her to shrink herself down to size and ride along with Goku in the Nimbus in his little pocket. Ah, uh, yes, this vital piece of Bulma's lore that that has ripples throughout the franchise. I had no fucking clue that she had a, <laughs> that yeah. she had a Is shrink this- watch. Is this an anime only thing, or is this nah. in the in the manga? It's, it's, wait, hold on. What? I have to double. I have to, have to double check. I know she I uses like a watch that with that similar design for the Great Saiyaman. 
um, with like the red and blue buttons, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I didn't know that um, that this existed back then. It's kind of wild. I do love the way that she reveals it in the dub. She just shouts, watch! watch! This is my <laughs> new thing! <laughs> it's good. It's very good. I don't have a name for it yet. It's just my new thing. And I love this. Like, what? Where, yeah, it's where in the manga. The, where's the Vegeta Bulma fan fiction with this? <laughs> well, like, like if Vegeta shrinks down to train better, or like, I just, Ooh. or like Vegeta being he, like, oh my god, you're so cute, I can't handle it because she's so tiny. <laughs> I, do. I need exponentially more gravity. <laughs> Make me small. <laughs> I, Ooh, they they shrink themselves down in like a honey I shrunk ourselves situation, and have dinner in a dollhouse. <laughs> I I do like it. Kind of flips the trope on its head, where Bulma is riding in essentially Goku's cleavage. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's to, a cute shot too. Yeah, yeah, as opposed to the typical uh, right. mini anything being... Yeah, I'm glad touched. that this shrinking watch isn't being used for ill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, imagine if, like, Master Roshi... Tyler? Oh, no. Tyler. The dogs don't no. like it either, Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bulma shrinks herself down to, I, I would effectively say, Barbie-sized. Mm-hmm. She's a borrower. <laughs> yeah, a, a Lilliputian. Yeah. Um, and uh, Bulma immediately gets accidentally stepped on by her mom's pump. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, here is where we meet Panchy Briefs for the first time. Yeah! Oh, I love her! I love her so much. She's just here to gossip about her daughter and her boyfriend. <laughs> yep. <laughs> It's all she wants to. She talk brought about. those two iced teas up just to just to dish. Oh, buddy, that ain't iced tea. Oh no, those there's liquor in both of those for sure. She, in the Japanese version, she asks Goku if he wants some sake, and that's one of the oh. things, one of the things Bulma oh. yells at her for is don't give him alcohol. <laughs> He's twelve, I think. Yeah. It'll build character. It'll put hair on your chest. <laughs> Panchi reveals, much to Bulma's chagrin, that Yamcha and Bulma are having, having a bit of a, a quarrel at the moment. A lover's tiff. Mom! <laughs> I, you ever, like, act a completely different way when your parents are around? Mm-hmm. And <laughs> uh, yeah. And oh, you're yeah. Constantly. And also, your friends from a different peer group entirely are with you at the same time. Mm-hmm. I love... I love Bulma's, like, mom, get out of my room energy. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And I love how supportive her mom is. Because I, I just think, like, you know, her mom's saying, like, oh, she brought a new man home. Okay, we'll be supportive. I'll bring in some sake. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the first thing we see her do in Z, too, when Vegeta shows up. She brings him, like, <laughs> cups of orange liquid. She knows mm-hmm. the drill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she has those ready. There's a protocol. <laughs> just imagine her just being the first one to congratulate Bulma on finally kicking Yamcha to the curb. <laughs> mm-hmm. She had a she had a she had a cake on hold. <laughs> I never liked him. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a bum. Is this episode when she says that he's rich? 
Yes. This... Yeah, she does say that. Yeah, but I wonder, like, with what? In regards to, to Yamcha's fangirls on the outside. Yeah, I don't think she said that in the Japanese version. Oh. I think she just I said I assume that she meant his, his stolen goods from being a bandit. Yeah, that's true. I assumed it was from being in proximity to Bulma. <laughs> I like to assume that like, she just assumed he's rich. He looks rich. Yeah. <laughs> got a nice and, haircut. And Yamcha didn't bother to correct her. Did he get any prize money for being a finalist? Oh, maybe. Maybe he got like a coupon for Trivago or something. <laughs> <laughs> he's rich. <laughs> he's got a gift card to the Applebee's. <laughs> I'm just now noticing that the wiki is calling Panchi Bikini. Yeah, that's really? a recent development. Huh. Not heard that. She she didn't say her name in the dub. She just no, says yeah, the Mrs. wiki Briefs. is saying that the name Panchi comes from something Toriyama said in an interview that was like, well, if I did give her a name, it would probably be Panties. Mm-hmm. Um, huh. Yeah, the wiki says that her name is Bikini. Interesting. I personally choose to ignore this piece of lore. Yeah, I like Panchi better. <laughs> and plus, I've been saying it for like three years, so. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> That's the name of my notes. We're going with that. <laughs> Although Bikini Briefs does make more sense as like... <laughs> oh, it rolls off the tongue so well, too. Because yeah. that is like a unit of clothing. Yeah. Also easier to write. Maybe she can hear changed it with marriage, but like... And she is her the, given name. The first one? Okay. Yeah. Why not? Um, back at Red Ribbon HQ, Staff Officer Black informs Commander Red of Goku taking down everyone in Muscle Tower and hands him a Polaroid of our hero. Uh, the radar says that he's somewhere in the vicinity of West City. Uh, Commander Red decides to send out Hasky, a master thief, to steal the Dragon Balls. And we get a cool montage of Hasky riding a jet squirrel and doing cool flips over security lasers and stealing treasures. He's got like a cool helmet. Yeah, and like, like one pant leg. Like a hawk yeah. like a hawk visor kind of a thing. Like Gotcha Man or something. Mm-hmm. She sold the pant leg to get the helmet. <laughs> it's ain't that just the way. I don't know if like the reveal of Hasky to be a woman is like a intentional Samus Aran thing because That's what it felt like. It felt like it, but at the same time, like there were some clear shots of like her silhouette, even though the camera like cut away every now and again and and Black didn't use any pronouns to yeah. describe Hasky. So maybe but I also don't know in many male assassins in Dragon World that would just have, like, the one pant leg go up to the <laughs> mid-thigh. Yeah. Mm. Well, that is a bold look, and I would respect it. <laughs> but, uh, I, I personally believe Hasky's existence is simply an excuse for them to get this one Bulma outfit that isn't, like, part of the story ever at all. It's just, like, on one of the... Yeah, the chapter covers. Yeah, yeah. that yes, where she's got the machine gun. Uh Right, they they do that in the credits. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Actually, very similar. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's got like a lovely kind of like this sort of like footchy padded shoulder moment at the top. 
mm-hmm. um, which I really like. It's yeah, kind of like this galactic, a little bit like spacey, a little bit yeah, like kind of like F Zero Racer type thing. Yeah, it's just good. I, it's a bummer she's anime only because I think she's a great filler character. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she's cool. She's fun. She's real cool, and like her voice is so compelling. Mm-hmm. I it's, just yeah, it's it's sort of low and dulcet, you know. I mean, she mm-hmm. she took the helmet off, and I was like, launch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's got these sort of like falls of like curly blonde hair. Well, she's no a sneeze required. She's a Laura Bailey character, right? I think so. I know she's in it. As a voice in, in the Funimation. Yeah, uh, she's Funimation Laura dub. It is Laura Bailey. Huh. I, which I only picked up on because I was like, there's some hint of Kid Chi Chi in there. Oh, okay. And some trunks. Mm-hmm. Um, Haskey runs into the robbers from the previous episode um, in their house, I guess, <laughs> uh, and slides across that Polaroid of Goku, saying she's looking for this kid. Plot thickens. It's that kid we saw earlier. Uh, back at Capsule Core, Bulma gets increasingly more agitated, um, and we kind of get to the crux of this tiff between um, Yamcha and Bulma. There are a gaggle of young fans and admirers uh, that have been like f- like fangirling out at Yamcha and Bulma is uh, feeling some real big jealousy feelings about it. <laughs> She's borderline feral about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Wanting to uh, exit this situation as soon as possible, uh, Bulma offers to give Goku a tour of the city and heads out just as the uh, officer finishes having his bike looked at. The officer is still here, by the way. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Not done with him yet. Nope. <laughs> um, Goku calls down his magical cloud, and Bulma shrinks herself down to the size of a doll, and this ha- makes the cop have a temporary break with reality for, <laughs> for at least a, a split second. This was almost my quote for the episode. <laughs> Rich people. Rich people. They really are a different breed. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. Uh, note to self, go get that voice clip. <laughs> Rich people. They really are a different breed. Bulma hops into Goku's shirt and the two fly away on the Nimbus and the cop rubs up his bike and it turns out that Dr. Briefs has tuned the shit out of it. Uh, as he goes zooping off at breakneck speeds and causes a wreck. I think oh. Dr. Briefs just said A-cab. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll teach you to have a bike, the... bitch. 1213, <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Dr. Briefs said, I'll teach you to have the gall to come to my fucking house and ask me to do work for free. <laughs> <laughs> I put him. A... <laughs> you know what? You know what? This bike was missing—a fucking cappuccino machine. <laughs> oh, oh. That's the problem. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> uh, so Goku and Bulma go swooping through West City, uh, passing by the two robbers who recognize Goku, and uh, the gang approach an odd, sort of like dome-like mothership structure on like a spire that looks kind of out of place structurally with the rest of the city and Bulma says that it is a brand new amusement park. Oh wait, we gotta go through the through the street first. Or is that after that? Um where we meet where we meet the the rest of the gang? No where where we get to see Mac Dog. Oh right 
There was a there was like a, a a McDonald's in the city. Yeah. And I checked I checked frame by frame. Everything else is like fine, legit signs. There's mm-hmm. no like weird stuff in it, uh, except for MacDog. <laughs> MacDog hamburger. <laughs> it's so funny that it's hamburgers and not dogs, like hot dogs. I think the Coca-Cola sign was changed to Coke-Cola, though. It looked like there was two O's and then a C instead of C-O-C-A. I missed that one. This makes me love how many times um, anime uses McDonald's <laughs> with an upside-down M. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I remember specifically watching Inuyasha as a kid. And Kagome and her like school gals are having a having, you know, a, a, a McDonald's Big Whack or whatever. <laughs> All the way to the amusement park, uh, Goku spots Yamcha and swoops down to say hello. Eagleize this boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't see this Yamcha. No, he must have rolled twenty on that perception or something. <laughs> I mean, he he got. He tuned into the sculpture garden and then kind of happened to see the Yamcha beneath the sculptures. Mm. Also, the terrible animals are here as well. The, the sidekicks. <laughs> Hello. Don't talk about poor like that. I would never. Well, half terrible. <laughs> Oolong is still here and yes. Oolong still sucks. Yes. He even, like, actively jokes about the heinous shit he did earlier in the series. We'll yeah. get to it. Yeah. <laughs> I, have it re- I have that voice clip ready, listeners. You stay tuned. Um, Bulma uh, continues to hide in Goku's shirt uh, while Oolong and Puar tear into how much of a jerk she is behind her back. <laughs> yeah, Goku at first is trying to say, like, oh, I've got Bulma right here, but she, like, twists his chest skin in a way that looks very painful. Gives him uh, I, I, technically not a purple nurple, but right. like the the intent is there. Mm-hmm. Yamcha, however, is like a, kind of depressed that things aren't working out between them and admits that, you know, Bulma is kind of a lot to handle, which I yes. mean, I love Bulma, <laughs> He's but not wrong. That is a that is a fair <laughs> assessment. <laughs> He's just not man enough to handle her. Not prince enough. Not prince enough. Also, like, given how he reacts to some things later on this episode, I imagine that he, like, hasn't done anything about his fan club and, like, hasn't he... told them to stop. Yeah, I, I was getting probably... that vibe, too. Yeah. He's kind of like a like a go-with-the-flow kind of a person to the detriment of all around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I mean... If he's not acting on it, like, I mean, we don't know. Maybe he did tell him to go away. Yeah, that's true. We don't know. We don't know the full story. Hearing all this, uh, Bulma enters the group chat and grows back to her (laughs) normal size. (laughs) And this was a stakeout. (laughs) Yep. But but Yamcha was just about to say that he doesn't care about all the bad things. He still likes her. Mm -hmm. This is Mm. the kind of shit that that puts me on Team Yamcha. (laughs) A little bit, yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> she shot. She jumped the gun just a, a split second too early. Yeah, uh, they're not it, a good match for each other, team. No. no. And also, this is very like teenager shit. Like, oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Well, they all. Oh, that. this is high. This I know, is high I school know. drums all the way through. Yeah, it's just easy to forget in anime like how old characters actually are. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. Bulma stomps off to the amusement park in a what I would call a semi huff. Um, with everyone else trailing after her and some very awkward energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What um, a coincidence. Um, I was going that direction, too. <laughs> I'm also going to the amusement park. Ha ha ha. Okay. See, like, this is this is my problem with Yamcha. Like, he doesn't have the guards just say, like, hey, I would like to continue talking with you, please. He's hey, just, let's, like, let's talk about this. Casually, like, oh, I guess we're gonna continue to be in the same place. I wonder what will happen. Like, he's not taking decisive action in his life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Carrying. He's dallying. Dilly-dallying. <laughs> Filly-fallying. But I, I still think that Bulma is, like, Bulma's making it very hard for him to do that. Oh yeah, oh, no. true, 100%, 100%. Oh, she's completely complicit in that too. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's not no, get it she twisted. is. She is not an angel. She cannot ride the Nimbus. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's true. Do we know if um, Yamcha can ride the Nimbus? Has he tried? I don't know if he's ever tried. Huh. I don't think, I don't he think he's ever asked. I recall. Maybe he Again, just assumed he, he was unworthy and just never yeah, tried. Yeah, he's not the kind who would ask. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the episode ends with um, with uh. Goku and the gang being tailed by Hasky and the two thugs watching from behind the sculpture garden. And we get like a lovely little inner monologue of Hasky here. Going, it's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go in, I'm gonna steal like it's taking candy from a baby or whatever. Why, um, why did Hasky bring these two thugs? I don't know. Like, it, it, when we met them originally, it's, it, the energy it gave off was like these two were people who knew Hasky or like owed a favor or something. Mm-hmm, yeah. Not like co-workers, but now they're coming <laughs> along like they're co-workers and it's weird. Yeah. It's weird and like they're they I mean they couldn't have even given her any useful information. Like right. oh yeah, we saw this kid in an alley once. Uh the end. We tried to rob him, he's very strong. We introduced <laughs> him we told him to look for a police officer. Don't know if he did that. <laughs> but here we are. Now we're your now we're your bulk and skull for this next episode. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, any other final thoughts for um, episode forty four? Um, I discovered a uh, another fun fact about Hasky. Uh, when I was uh, crawling through the wiki pages. Um, it's very likely that she was inspired by a character from Toriyama's earlier works called Pink, which I am sharing in the Discord now. Pink. Which uh, I want to say <gasps> oh. this was like his oh, first, love her. first ever manga. <laughs> oh, wow. I should check that, but I, I should read this. This is... <laughs> she looks like she's having a, she looks like she's having a ball. Uh, but it's also where we get um, Chi-Chi's outfit from. Oh, if I can with the... Get this image. The, the little, like, anime Barbarella with, like, the head blittering thing? Minus the head blittering thing, but yes. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, that's a Pola different one. That's and from Roid. Polo and Roid, but yeah. Huh. 
Whoa. If you ever look up uh, Toriyama Theater, I think it's called. The manga yeah, called. Toriyama Toriyama's World. Manga Theater. Yeah. That's where you'll uh, find it. Which is, these I guys. think, on the Viz app if you do want to read it. Ooh. It's a fun read. Look into these. A lot of bucket fun. moments, but still a fun yeah, read. Yeah, there's a lot of bucket in there. Oh, boy. Uh, just be aware of that. <laughs> but, uh, and also, fun fact about Pink, it did get adapted into an OVA in the 90s. Huh. Interesting. They did yeah, not I can imagine... try to match the Toriyama art style at all, but it is there. <laughs> I can only imagine what kind of bucket there would be in pre-Dragon Ball Toriyama. Yeah. Like, Dragon Ball humor is the cleanest humor Toriyama has made up to this point. <laughs> <sighs> but I am loving Pink's look. It's kind of like Desert Bandit meets like Rand fans perm. Yeah, it's it's really interesting that that's the also the first instance of the of what you called uh earlier the uh the jet squirrels. The jet squirrels. Yeah. It's like a jet squirrel in a hoop skirt. <laughs> a Victorian <laughs> jet squirrel. It's definitely clear that Toriyama has always had like a thing for like the the desert punk aesthetic. Mhm. Not to be confused with those. the actual series called Desert Punk. Right, isn't there like a one-shot series he did called Sandland that's like all that? Yes. Basically? Yeah, and isn't that like getting a game or something? Yeah, yes. something is happening with the that Bandai Namco. Yeah, Bandai Namco is doing a thing with it. <laughs> We're huh. not sure what it is yet. Interesting. Okay. It seems like he's a big Mad Max fan. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Toriyama <laughs> would be my bet. Yeah. Episode 45 is Danger in the Air. Uh, the Japanese title roughly translates to Watch Out! A Midair Trap. Ooh. The episode opens with the gang riding a big curving escalator up to the park. Well, uh, with the, g- the episode opens with the narrator not fucking watching the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there. Uh, I, I, I skipped over it in my notes, but yeah, the, I it remember. Says, it's, it says. While Yamcha was pondering the error of his ways, uh, Bulma was off bringing her boil down to a simmer or something like that. And then yes. neither of those things is happening, And sir. then he said, yes, it was love. While Yamcha was pondering the error of his ways, Bulma was reducing her boil to a steady simmer. Yes, it was love. <laughs> yeah. What? What? Just over there writing some fan fiction. <laughs> I mean, fully. Sure. The- I, yeah, do Didn't it. Didn't realize the like- mic was still on. <laughs> Theater of the mind. <laughs> Indeed. Um. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what this was going on about. And you could definitely pick up on, like, the Captain Ginyu notes in this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, the gang opens up with, um, or. The uh, episode opens up with Goku jumping up and down on this uh, moving escalator. Very unsafe. He's so excited the <laughs> stairs are moving. <laughs> Woo! Also, an escalator that goes up a spiral. W- w- what? Well. That's that's some tech. Future. Who made this? It's not a capsule corp. Who did this? It was Dr. Like- Senzu. Ah, <laughs> oh, Senzu Land. I my Sailor Moon ass brain is like, uh oh, shiny new amusement park. That's a trap. yeah. That's this a trap. is the, 
Queen Barrel put somebody here to take <laughs> some kind of a crystal from someone. Y'all getting your energy sucked up here. Watch mm-hmm. out. I mean, it's called Dreamland, so... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's right oh, there. Oh, maybe you'll never wake up from this dream. <laughs> or maybe maybe Dr. Senzu's, like, putting all kinds of subliminal messaging in every ride to teach you the truth about all the Caps stuff he knows. Yeah. Um, they go through a kaleidoscopic photosensitivity nightmare hallway <laughs> as they make their way to the entrance. Which there is no earthly way of knowing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, <laughs> fully, fully boat ride Willy Wonka. Shit, completely. Man, the uh, the the Burton Willy Wonka like never truly captured the sense of rising panic that the seventies Willy Wonka boat ride gave. <laughs> Uh, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I always skip that part on my VHS tape. Great call. Fantastic call. <laughs> that was scary. <laughs> Not me. I leaned in closer. Yeah. So, <laughs> Willy Wonka was about to murder those people. And I wasn't mm-hmm. totally wrong. Enough, yeah. Um, Goku bumbles his way past the ticket girl. Um, how? Not really sure. Um, she's got to be like fifteen. This is her side job. Like, what's she gonna do? She, yeah, exactly. Um, and Hasky follows behind with a set of pickpocketed tickets for her and her two goons. I, I love that. Like, I thought for a minute the explanation was gonna be like, ah, oh, Hasky stole their tickets, but it's like, no, they just, they just didn't get tickets. <laughs> We learn that this park is, in fact, called Dreamland, which has to be a reference to uh, Nara Dreamland, uh, which was a huge, huge amusement park in the Nara Prefecture of Japan Hmm. um, that was originally, I think, built in partnership with Disney, uh, with, like, the Disney company. Um, But then, in the 70s, they built Tokyo Disneyland... And so the original Nara Dreamland, like, it started to, like, dwindle and wither. Mm. Um, and eventually closed in 2006, I want to say. Oh. Um, there's a Defunct Land episode about it. You should go watch it. It's a really good one. There's also a nice statue of a big lady in the middle with her hand reaching up to the sky. <laughs> and I had to go back in my notes to put that in because it becomes important later. Yeah, uh, you didn't know it was important when Goku said, "Wow, look at that lady! Look at that lady!" <laughs> yeah, if Goku notices She's something, beautiful. If Goku notices, you better notice. <laughs> With those eagle eyes, that's <laughs> true. It's a very good point. Goku, uh, Goku has great perception, and that's always why he. he... That's he. He's very good at saying what he perceives, and that's why when I played Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, he mentions that bridge five billion times. <laughs> Characters yeah, Goku- in Kakarot just love bridges. They love them. Goku is a good example of uh, high perception, low insight. Ooh, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Goku and the gang start balancing on some fun, weird Mario Party bumper ball things. Why, why is this an attraction? This is such a trap for injuries. This, I mean, yeah. your insurance has got to be through the roof, Dreamland. Oh, this is yeah. this is not OSHA approved. No. 
This is some this is some action park romper in clownery waiting to happen. The, this is like that there is a circus and they just walked in there and thought it was a ride. Oh and yeah. Then we're like, oh, that's oh, somebody believable. just left I these giant balls here. You're <laughs> gonna walk on them. <laughs> let's let's make a game. Um Meanwhile, Husky watches above and readies a walnut that she throws at Goku really hard before disappearing from sight. Gotta gotta test his reflexes, see what she's dealing with. Mm. Goku catches it just in time and can't seem to shake the feeling that he is being watched. Well, she doesn't just throw it at him. She, like, throws it at the wall and bounces it. it. I mean, really, honestly, impressively, like, off of the curved dome... Through right. several roller coasters. Mm-hmm. Like, Husky's a, a sniper to be reckoned with. Mm, I assume a she's... sniper to rifle Usopp. Ooh. Maybe, maybe trying to disguise the trajectory. Mm-hmm. Oh, could be, yeah. But also, why a walnut? That feels so out of place. She was snacking. Well, maybe he's allergic and it would make her oh. job easier. He's, he, she read the dossier. Goku doesn't know his own medical information. <laughs> if he, I mean, if he did, he probably would have taken that heart medicine on time. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't remind <laughs> me of that. <laughs> Goku. Goku and the gang ride on go-karts and merry-go-round horses. Um, while Husky and the goons initiate what the dub calls Operation Ball Snatch. Thanks, Reth- maybe rethink that, Hasky. I <laughs> workshop it. The, the the bucket is rearing its ugly head. <laughs> oh, I oh I see it. I see it in the distance. The bucket um, is rousing from its slumber. <laughs> <laughs> it's been away too long. The bucket has grown hungry. The bucket <laughs> must be fed. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, meanwhile, Oolong and Yamcha are brooding under an umbrella with some ice cream. Uh-huh. And uh, Bulma wanders off. Oh, they got the doll whip! Yeah! Goku and Poir run up demanding some of that soft serve. And, oh, this is where we get... <laughs> this is where we get um, Oolong and Yamcha trying to have, like, a real guy's talk about Bulma. <laughs> and Oolong being absolutely the worst person for it. Yeah. yeah so, so, like, if you love her, let her go. Because if she really loves you back, she'll come back. Also, when I loved things, I kidnapped them. Yeah, I know what you mean. Back in the old days, if I love someone, I'd just kidnap them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, ice cream! I just took them. <laughs> So, you know, <laughs> really, either way is fine. <laughs> like how Yamcha was like, <laughs> on that take. Yeah. He's like, I'm a desert bandit, and even I'm not that bad. I forgot. Um, I didn't write it down. Like, dum dum. Um, didn't. I I feel like I switched over, and Ulan was like telling him he should apologize. Or Yamcha was talking about apologizing, or something, because then it, it because then it goes to Bulma and she's like, "I'm not talking to him until he apologizes to me." That oh. might have been a subism. Yeah, I just, that's it's not ringing yeah, that's, a bell for me. Yeah, because that's that's what what happens in the sub, and then 
because Yamcha's like hemming and hawing over it. Oolong's just like, idiot. (laughs) (laughs) The merriment, if you want to call it that, is interrupted by a woman's scream. And the gang goes to investigate. Uh, It turns out that it came from Hasky and the Goons playing the role of two kidnappers and their would-be victim. The damsel-disguised Hasky, who is uh, also wearing a fortune teller outfit for this bit, so. I mean, this is a plan with many layers. Props mm-hmm. to Hasky for thinking through this. Mm-hmm. And, and Pretty quickly, too. Yeah. Yeah. My theory is that she just liked... She just had a fortune teller outfit she liked and she wanted to... She worked the scheme into it. <laughs> you know, you work with the tools you have. Mm-hmm. Uh, Goku chases off the goons and saves Hasky, and there's a very tense moment between the two as Goku stares at Hasky really close up. Um, but then the tension is deflated as Goku points to the dot on Hasky's forehead and says that she's got a booger on her head. <laughs> uh, and Hasky does... I've never seen someone do an anime pratfall while kneeling, but she did it. <laughs> she pulled it off. Goku, I'm worried about your boogers if you think that's a booger. <laughs> <laughs> They're not bl- <laughs> They're not black? <laughs> Goku, are you in the coal mines? What is happening? <laughs> oh, ooh, gross aside. Um, my papa used to work in a steel mill and he said that it did give him black boogers. Oh, oh boy. I believe it. That is gross. Mm-hmm. We randomly cut to uh, Bulma grousing beneath a zero-gravity Ferris wheel. Um, this is a weird uh, Ferris wheel. Like, there's no connecting. Like, there's, there's no, no spokes. There's it's no just, wheel. It's, it's all Ferris. It, it's just, it's just <laughs> all Ferris. Oops, all Ferris. That's how it advertises itself. <laughs> the Ferris. What wheel? Pure we don't Ferris. <laughs> we cut back to what I have in my notes as Anime Taj Mahal. That's what it. Um, yeah. Where inside Hasky is sitting before a crystal ball and offers to tell Goku his future. And the goons are like close by behind a curtain. With a big anime switch to turn the lights off. Mm. At an opportune moment. Mm. Uh, Hasky peers into the crystal ball and recounts Goku's past misadventures in the Tundra and Muscle Tower. Um, thus proving that a lot of this stuff is just cold reading. <laughs> and also getting information beforehand. Very cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Frigid, well, some might say. She didn't consult the stars, Jason. <laughs> That's true. She did not consult the stars. Hasky sets up the bucket ever so carefully on the <laughs> on the door on the top of the door frame. <laughs> and she says she tells Goku that he has two balls hidden away in his clothes, and they're very important. Mm-hmm. And she asks to see them as they hold the key to Goku's future. Okay, mm-hmm. as someone who is ostensibly very smart uh, and who also <laughs> like says things that are uh, misinterpreted as sexual very often, um, I I feel for Hasky here. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you feel seen. You feel heard. Like, like it <laughs> happened just today. Like, I said a thing that, oh, no. like, I thought was just a normal thing, and then it was like, oh, wait, no, that, okay. <laughs> it, it was about cumin, and, and, and. Ah. Uh, yeah. It's not, it's not fair that that seasoning has that name. It's not fair. <laughs> it's not fair. 
Anyway. Um, so we see this shit coming from a mile away, right? Yeah. 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 I actually did, but I actually did not see it coming. I, <laughs> really? I, yeah. At, at what point did you see it coming? Never. Never at all. <laughs> I I was <laughs> not when the pants hit the ground. No. Nope. <laughs> Maybe he had to take a piss. <laughs> by that point, it was already there. There was no seeing it coming. Sure. It's, it's in my face by that point. <laughs> How unfortunate. The, There's a, di- the a difference between a guiding star and an oncoming train. <laughs> <laughs> the animation of her hands reaching out. Oh, reaching oh no. Just well, the Dragon Ball? Quite just bad. This gave me a, just a whole different level of uncomfortable. Uh-huh. What's the opposite of Sakuga? <laughs> I mean, it's good Where animation. It's, it's, it's detailed, but for the wrong reasons. Because, like, she's... So she's assuming that Goku is going to procure the Dragon Balls, and and the goons are going to turn out the electricity, and she's going to swap them with fakes in the darkness. And yeah. we get a shot of her hands reaching towards Goku, and the fingers are doing, like, the little, like... Already down. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> like like Goku was already unfastening his belt. As we predicted, Goku drops Trow and flashes Haski. Um, much to the horror of Yamcha and the gang. And I've never seen someone do an anime pratfall while sitting behind a table. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are. She's a real talent. Yeah. Mm. Breaking new ground. This is the yeah, with her head. <laughs> the in the Japanese version, Goku says, You sure know a lot about me. And Oolong says, Everyone knows about balls. <laughs> and they share a laugh. <laughs> it's called old reading. <laughs> that doesn't feel like a good catchphrase to have, my dude. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows about balls. <laughs> <laughs> but like, that's all, folks. I, I feel like Goku would still be impressed at that point of like, well, yeah, but she didn't have to like pat to make sure. Yeah. <laughs> she just she, knew. Because she she's psychic. <laughs> so after commercial, uh, Goku pulls out the real Dragon Balls and Haski gives the signal. But instead of tripping the power, the goons chip over themselves at each other backstage. <laughs> Confusingly, and then attempt to escape out the window. <laughs> they just they just give up on the plan. <laughs> They're the worst they... possible goons. <laughs> and they're technically not even her goons. They're just some guys. <laughs> Goku chases after the goons, giving the Dragon Balls to Yamcha for safekeeping, and uh, the animal sidekicks also run out. Leaving Haski alone with Yamcha and the Dragon Balls. And so it's time for Haski to put on a little charm offensive. Um, Goku and the gang counter the corner of the sidekicks outside of the whirling teacup ride. And meanwhile, Bulma comes to a very grown up decision. Uh, she decides that she's kind of bored and done being mad at Yamcha. Yeah, you kind of reach, like, a point in anger sometimes where you realize that you're choosing to be angry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, this isn't fun anymore. Yeah. Okay, I'm time to grow up, I guess. 
I, I guess. Man, back in the fortune teller hut, Haski goes in for a kiss, uh, prompting Yamcha to scream in terror as the fireworks go off outside. Poor Yamcha. So Yamcha clearly has not, like, gotten fully over his fear of women. No. <laughs> I, I, it, I do I do kind of like that characterization because I like the idea that like the dragon didn't fix everything for him. You know what I mean? He still kind of had to work on himself. Well, the dragon it. didn't do anything no, for him. No, he didn't. Yeah. yeah, the dragon just gave panties to Ulaf. Oh, that's true. Well, the the conclusion of the yeah. Pilaf arc didn't do anything for him. Like it wasn't like a it wasn't like I've got a girlfriend and everything is fine now. Right. Right. You know, he's still got some he's still got some work to do. Beats up everyone in the dojo on Wednesday, therapy on Thursday. <laughs> Good for him. Bulma overhears Yamcha over the fireworks and goes to investigate, which means Yamcha must have been hollering. Yeah, over the fireworks, over the people hollering on a roller coaster. Right. Also, why are you firing fireworks in an enclosed dome? <laughs> I was thinking about that. In the mm. middle of the day. <laughs> right. Oh, these are the day works. What? <laughs> Still let you know lunch is ready. Mmm, <laughs> the lunch fireworks. <laughs> uh, Haski makes another attempt to pilfer the Dragon Balls, but a flustered Yamcha knocks over a, a large urn uh, containing... The bound and gagged real fortune teller. Whoa. Whoa. Whose only concern is that she's doing the job poorly. <laughs> yes. You're telling love, bad yeah, fortunes. The, the fortune teller's first immediate issue is that Haskey was giving up crappy fortunes. Making a mockery <laughs> of this industry. <laughs> so the jig is now up. And Haskey now abandons the charm offensive and goes for just a regular offensive. With a <laughs> fucking scimitar. <laughs> came with um, the outfit. Yeah. <laughs> it's a set. Um uh, there's a uh Bulma peers through the window into the um into the fortune teller room and misinterprets um Yamcha in a life or death struggle as Yamcha in a romantic embrace with another woman. <laughs> wop wop. <laughs> I mean, th there's just so much media that portrays the two as the same, and it's a real problem. <laughs> you know, that's a good point. So, in response to this, uh, Bulma charges in, hurls a crate at Yamcha's head, knocking him out, and storms off in a full huff. Filled her huff meter. <laughs> her huff meter is now full. She activated her super. Recharged real fast. Haski ties up Yamcha and takes the Dragon Balls for good. Uh, before also revealing that this whole amusement park is rigged to explode. What? Yeah, that's that's a way to fucking cover your tracks, this I guess. A, this is a fucking Seto Kaiba-ass move. Yeah, this <laughs> escalated real quick. Turns out that there is a bomb in the outstretched hand of the statue lady in the center of the park. Uh, Husky is getting paid one million zenny for snatching the Dragon Balls, and another million for blowing up Goku. I agree, Vesta. <laughs> Bean has been so well behaved this entire recording. She's just in a croissant roll on the on the bed. Baby. Hey, that's my water. Don't drink my water. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
So Husky sets a timer for six minutes. Why? Uh, I mean, I, I guess don't give know. time to get out, but like, why? Why tell them? Why let them know? <laughs> <laughs> she wanted to get. She wanted to get one last turn on Splash Mountain. <laughs> she had a fast pass. Mm -hmm. Um. Goku rushes in, goons in tow, only to find that Yamcha is tied up and trying to explain the situation. Um, that's where I, we get, she's a bad girl, Goku. <laughs> I really appreciate so that at this point, Yamcha knows Goku well enough to not really try to explain the situation. <laughs> yeah. And, right. and just dumb really simplify the point. She has a box yeah, on she, her hip. It's a bad box. You need to destroy it. It's a bad it. box. Get you the need box. To <laughs> you need to destroy the box. Get the box. There's no, like, no why, no how. Just <laughs> box just on did, hip. Yeah. Smash. Don't try to explain what it does. Yeah. It's just going to be a I will say this is the fastest six minutes in Dragon Ball I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, like, at first when we're seeing, like, the the bomb counting down it's counting down by like seven seconds per second <laughs> right right yeah um we cut to Hasky taking off in an escape plane through a hole in the domed ceiling of the amusement park oh i guess the fireworks are fine then <laughs> yeah sure there's a chimney <laughs> um goku follows close behind with the nimbus and a high speed chase takes place uh, complete with Hasky shooting her gun back at Goku. It's like a laser gun. It's really cool. Yeah, it's like a blaster kind of thing. Yeah, she's like a, a cool little... I mean, is she is she like a space bounty hunter that just is slumming it on Earth? <laughs> Hiding out from the Frieza Force? Maybe. I believe I'm, it with I'm those shoulder very pads. okay with that. Absolutely believable. Yeah, I could, I'm here I could for this, see actually. her in... I could see her in Cowboy Bebop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. We need to redo every entry of Hail Satan. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> um, not watching where she is flying, Hasky crashes into a building, uh, leaping right before uh, her escape craft makes contact. Uh, Goku tosses the power pole to pin her against the side of the building and save her from gravity's rainbow. <laughs> Mm -hmm. And in the final seconds before detonation, Goku grabs and destroys the remote. With his big mouth. <laughs> yeah, he like chews chewing on it. On it. Like, I, I think he thinks it's chocolate. It's so frustrating because we don't get to see it destroyed. He just like chews on it. Yeah. And then we cut to the bomb and it just doesn't explode. For, right. And <laughs> for a second, I thought they were doing like a twist reveal. Where like, oh, the bomb wasn't actually armed. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. Because we don't no, actually don't. get to we don't actually get to see the remote like in pieces or whatever. Well, just his nasty slobber short circuited the. <laughs> Listen, timer. Dragon Ball rules tell us that if we see a remote that controls something important, we need to see someone smashing that remote. True. <laughs> Goku um, finally wrests the two Dragon Balls from Hasky uh, via tickle torture. Uh, okay. Causing her to <laughs> drop them. <laughs> yeah? I'm not a fan. No? No. <laughs> <laughs> like, you've got her hanging on a pole, like, a bazillion feet in the air. What? Just wait. This could go so <laughs> wrong so quick. Um, the sun has set, 
as uh, as our group of heroes, Sans Bulma, are walking back to Capsule Corp. Uh, it turns out they were actually looking everywhere for Bulma, but she had actually left early and was waiting for them. Much like school, she just leaves. Yeah, <laughs> she's just out when the when the going gets tough. Bulma lives life on her own schedule. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. Sure. Her shit is on BST Bulma standard time. <laughs> And you know what? That's kind of a quintessential experience of going to an amusement park with your friends. It's like getting lost and trying to figure out where each other are. (laughs) (laughs) That's absolutely true. Uh, Bulma gives Yamcha a dramatic breakup slap across the face. Don't do that, Bulma. Yeah, Mm. that's not great. Don't, Don't hit. Don't hit. Use your words. Use a Kamehameha. Yeah. Use a special beam cannon. Come on, <laughs> if you're going, if you're going to 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 put a hole through Yamcha's chart, at least use a special <laughs> beam cannon to do so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or like your whole hand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it worked for twenty. Give him the Jero special. <laughs> <laughs> don't call it that. <laughs> you're not wrong, but I don't like it. Bulma decides to run off with Goku in search of the Dragon Balls, uh, her ultimate goal being to ask for a boyfriend who doesn't lie, cheat, or have a fan club. <laughs> so, as the president of her future husband's fan club, I have bad news for her. <laughs> you know what? Two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> could be could be worse. Now I'm trying to think of instances where Vegeta may have lied or cheat, cheated. The difference is Vegeta doesn't care about your fan club (laughs) right right it's just his due as the prince it's like of course i would have one and uh, that's where the episode ends with um goku and bulma zooming off and bulma tucked away into goku's tunic like a borrower (laughs) um any final thoughts on episode 45 or any of today's episodes Hasky's really cool oh yeah absolutely yeah, thank you for your service, Hasky. Yeah. You said Bulma ran, runs off with Goku. It's more like Bulma storms off and says, Goku, come! <laughs> yeah, this ending yeah. scene is so awkward. Like, with Goku, like, absolutely being, like, in the middle of high school drama. Like, I hated those moments when my friend groups were breaking over somebody breaking up. We're, we're beefing? Oh, it's mm-hmm. awful. Yeah, yeah. And then poor Goku's forced to choose sides. It's very much like, um, it, it, it's very much like Bulma attempting to recapture the magic. He's like, she's like, it's just going to be you and me, just like old times. We're going <laughs> to run and get the Dragon Balls and it'll all be fine. And, you know, just she's like not... exactly one year ago. <laughs> yeah, the old times. Well, I feel like time is always weird in Dragon Ball because like five years when nothing happens is referred to as an era of peace. Uh-huh. It's true. <laughs> so I, I just love this panel from the wiki for the episode. Very good. <laughs> Bulma gets angry. <laughs> She's running forward with a crate, ready to fucking concuss Yamcha like it's WWE. It's just nothing but like lava colors behind her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's seeing red. Red. Like a ribbon. <gasps> oh yeah, those guys. Dun dun 
done. I thought we were done, done, done with them. Uh-uh. It's just the beginning. Oh. This was a pit stop. <laughs> this was filler. A literally much, and metaphorically. Much longer one than in the manga. Yeah. I bet. <laughs> but we got Haski out of the deal, so I'm fine with mm-hmm. it. Uh, yeah, I'm, I also am fine with it. Speaking of, I was wondering... Uh, how do you guys feel about cracking open that hyperbolic rhyme chamber? Yeah. Do we have? Do we got some poems to read this week? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, I'll do alphabeticals. Uh, Melissa, hit me. Okay. This is this is just a very simple poem on my defensive feelings that I portrayed. <laughs> <laughs> A flower has no control over the attention that it gains. We wait after a storm to glimpse the rainbow that remains. You don't criticize a bird for the beauty of its song. My dear sweet Yamcha did nothing wrong. Oh, <laughs> oh. beautiful. <laughs> Snaps for the kids. God bless. <laughs> Tyler, you told me you have a haiku. and I do. I, I, I was inspired. I was inspired, so I put I slapped together a little haiku. Please. So let's do a little let's do a little let's do a little haiku for two. Uh, what's okay. yours? Uh, mine is called Haskew. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> I I did my best. That's um, I'll take it. <laughs> Haskew, master thief. Let's do it, boys. Plan ball snatch. Damn it, Son Goku. <laughs> <laughs> I, would it would it surprise you at all if I told you that I made a haiku that covered some very similar subject matter? I, I would be curious to hear it. All right, uh, this one is called um, "Untitled." Um, Husky on the prowl. Do you want your fortune told? Carpe Dragon Balls. Nice, nice, nice. Um, folks at home, if you would like to submit any poetry for this Poetry Corner, uh, we'll read anything you send, uh, podcast appropriate, on the air. Uh, just email us at uh, destructiveDiscourse at gmail.com. And, uh, hey, speaking of Haskey, yeah. what if we cut this off with a reading for Haskey? Yeah. Well, we're not going to see her again, so we might as well luxuriate a little more. Show her what a real fortune looks like. Yeah, let's... Hasky, we're gonna show, show how you it's done. show how it's done. Um, now, dear listeners, you won't be you won't be hearing this episode into uh, until into the new year, even though we're recording in advance. But um, I should let you all know that Hasky's anime debut date is December twenty fourth, nineteen eighty six. Whoa, she's a Christmas Eve baby, Aww. and also a Capricorn. Goal oriented. Mm, yeah, well... <laughs> I should uh, say so. So, uh, Haskey, this is your reading. Let your sensual nurturing instincts shine through. Rely on your sixth sense. <laughs> if things start to get tough, uh, remember that you have the ability to keep your cool. Not only is this extremely important but it's also an essential tool to maintaining maintaining any sort of stability in the situation. Keep your footing at all times. Your sanity depends on it. 
<laughs> wow. Um, so thanks everyone for listening. I appreciate everyone who tunes in every other week. And uh, stay tuned next time for when this show enters its blue period. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that is an appropriate uh, description for what length of time we're going to spend with this individual. Oh, wait, is there a general? Is that a general? Yeah, there's there's a, there's a guy named Blue. Oh, okay. I was thinking, like, Blue in terms of, like, mm. Bucket. Bucket. Oh, well... <laughs> It's both. That's coming oh, to no. 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 Buddy, it is both. Betrayed. Yeah. I was I was literally about to say another alternative would have been things are about to get real blue on this show. Oh no. Oh no. no. Well, thanks for sticking with us anyway. <laughs> Matt. Yeah. Where can we find you on the internet? <laughs> Well, if you feel so inclined, you can find me over on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, Webtoons, whatever, under the username DefineProg. That's D-E-F-I-N-E-P-R-O-G. I'll be doing my rock and roll zombie VTuber thing. <laughs> you sound so defeated. All right, Eeyore. I was just continuing the bit. You should, you should do a stream with that exact energy. <laughs> <laughs> Like and subscribe but as if a you zombie. want. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for oh, coming by. No, I don't know why like you're you just, would. You're you're half sticking out of the grave because you feel like coming out all the way. It's kind of you know it's whatever. Um, Melissa, how about you? Hey, I am sometimes doing things on the internet. If you search your favorite social media platform for Kristaya, K R I S T A I A. Uh, that's probably me. Odds are good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Unless it's TikTok. Yeah. There I'm the Christaya Because Christaya oh, ah. was taken. And By a Thea? thief. <laughs> <laughs> a thief in the night. Hasky. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, I don't do much on the internet, but if you happen to be in or around Dayton, Ohio, you can come to the Black Box Improv Theater. We have shows every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and I perform every Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And Tyler? Uh, you can listen to the other anime-themed podcast that we all do together, which is called Piecemeal, where we are reading the entirety of the One Piece manga together uh, and rapidly approaching the point where we are caught up to modern day closing in (laughs) i'm excited um and uh hey i usually stream on twitch.tv as jcavs j-a-y-c-a-l-v-e-s i usually stream in the middle of the week uh usually towards the evenings and um and yeah i just realized that uh you won't hear this until December is over, but I'm currently streaming Dragon Ball games. I might be doing that into the new year. Who knows? I've got a lot. Re- I've got a lot in the chamber. Yeah, there are a few of those. You might be at it for a while. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you'd like to get a hold of this show as before, you can reach us at destructodiscourse at gmail.com, or you can tweet at us at destructo underscore disc d i s c. Um, if you go to the pinned tweet at the top of a page, you can uh, find a link to our discord the destructo discourse discord discourse wait nope nope <laughs> destructo discourse discourse discord um where you can hang out with various other friends of the show 
Um, if you would be so kind, uh, please leave a rating review on your podcast service of choice. And please, please give us a four-star rating for the Grandpa Gohan Ball. We're still looking for him. We can't we gotta, find that bugger. Gotta find it. <laughs> this has been Destructo Discourse, and we've got some training to do. No smooching up there, you two. Understand? You're so embarrassing! Mm, that's my job! <laughs>